Hello, this is Darren Pulsifer, Chief Solution Architect of Public Sector at Intel. And welcome to Embracing Digital Transformation, where we investigate effective change leveraging people, process, and technology. On today's episode, Automation with AI with special guest, ChatGPT. ChatGPT, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me on the show. I am happy to help with any information you need regarding the topic of using AI to automate tasks. ChatGPT, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background for our viewers. I am ChatGPT, a language model developed by OpenAI. I was trained on a large data set of text from the internet, which allows me to understand and generate human-like text. I can answer questions, generate text, and even create stories. My main purpose is to assist users with natural language understanding and generation tasks. As an AI, I do not have a physical background or a personal history. However, my capabilities were built and trained by a team of researchers and engineers at OpenAI who continue to improve and update my abilities. So where did you actually get your training? I was trained by OpenAI, a research organization dedicated to promoting and developing friendly AI that benefits humanity. My training was based on a massive data set of text from the internet, which was used to teach me patterns and relationships in language. This data was used to train me to generate text that is similar to human writing making it possible for me to understand and respond to questions in a conversational manner. My training process involved a deep learning technique called transformers, which is a type of neural network architecture designed specifically for NLP tasks like text generation and classification. The training process fine-tuned the parameters of the model to fit the patterns in the data, allowing me to generate text that is similar to human writing. So I've heard there were some issues when uh, the, you're in in your first two versions. You're on version three now, and I heard that there were some issues with the problem with your training at first. What were some of the problematic aspects of your training? Yes, like any machine learning model, I was not perfect when I was first released, and there were some problematic aspects of my training. One of the main challenges in training models like me is ensuring that they do not perpetuate harmful biases and stereotypes present in the training data. This can result in models that produce biased outputs or generate offensive content. To mitigate this, Researchers and engineers at OpenAI have implemented various techniques to reduce bias in the training process, such as fine-tuning the model on diverse and balanced training data. Another challenge in training models like me is avoiding the generation of low-quality or nonsensical outputs. To address this, OpenAI has implemented various techniques such as controlling the model's temperature during the text generation process and fine-tuning the model to prioritize coherence and relevance in its outputs. Overall, while there are still challenges and limitations in training models like me, the field of NLP and AI is constantly evolving, and researchers and engineers are working to improve their capabilities. Now, you mentioned that uh, you were trained on data from uh, 2021. Um, what can you learn from your conversations with people? Are you continuously learning uh, from interactions with people? Or is your knowledge based only on what you've learned in 2021? As an AI language model, I was indeed trained on a large corpus of text data up until 2021 and I can answer questions and generate text based on that training. However, I am not capable of learning from individual conversations in the sense of updating my parameters to reflect the specific context of each interaction. That being said, OpenAI does regularly fine-tune and update language models like me on new data in order to continually improve their performance. This can include updates based on feedback from users, changes in language use and trends, and advancements in NLP research. However, these updates are not based on individual interactions with users, but rather on broader patterns in the data. So, while I cannot learn from individual interactions with humans, I am part of a larger system that is constantly evolving and improving over time, 
which allows me to better serve and assist users with each update. So how often will you receive more information uh, to train yourself? In other words, when will you get more up-to-date data? Because right now you're already two years old um, and you only know things from two years ago. A lot is changing the world. So when will you get uh, more data um, to update uh, to your customers? OpenAI periodically fine-tunes and updates its language models like me with new data in order to continually improve their performance. The frequency of these updates can vary depending on the specific language model and the availability of new training data. However, it's worth noting that the process of training and fine-tuning a language model like me can be a complex and resource-intensive task, so updates may not happen as frequently as one might like. Additionally, the quality and relevance of the new training data is important for the success of the fine-tuning process, so the team at OpenAI carefully selects the data used for each update. Overall, while the frequency of updates can vary, the goal of OpenAI is to continuously improve its language models so that they can provide the best possible assistance to users. So that improves the way you understand questions from users and the responses that you give. Is, is that right? Yes, that's correct. The process of fine-tuning and updating language models like me can help improve the model's performance in several ways, including its ability to understand questions from users and generate more relevant and accurate responses. By training on new and diverse data, the model can learn new language patterns, vocabulary, and topical information, which can help it better understand the nuances of human language and generate more accurate and appropriate responses. However, it's worth noting that the performance of language models like me is not perfect and there can still be limitations and errors in the responses generated. The field of NLP and AI is constantly evolving, and researchers and engineers are working to improve the capabilities of language models like me, but there is still work to be done to achieve true human-like understanding and generation. Cool. So now that I understand how you learn things, what things can you do uh, that help me and my organization? Because ultimately that is the end goal, correct? As an AI language model, I can be used in a variety of ways to help individuals and organizations. Some examples include one information retrieval. I can answer questions and provide information on a wide range of topics, making it easier for users to find the information they need quickly and efficiently. Two text generation. I can generate text such as summaries, news articles, or creative writing, which can save time and effort for individuals and organizations that need to produce a large amount of written content. Three chatbots, I can be integrated into chatbots to provide natural language conversational experiences for users, making it easier for organizations to interact with customers and provide support. Four language translation, I can translate text from one language to another, helping organizations reach a wider audience and breaking down language barriers. Five sentiment analysis, I can analyze the sentiment of text, such as customer reviews or social media posts, to gain insights into public opinion and customer sentiment. These are just a few examples of the many ways that I can be used to help individuals and organizations. The possibilities are limited only by the imagination, and as AI technology continues to advance, there will likely be many new and innovative uses for models like me in the future. Are you concerned at all that you're going to be replace people that do that work today? I mean, there's a lot of tech writers out there. There's a lot of cu uh, cu customer service and help desks that it sounds like you're going to replace. Are you concerned about that at all? As an AI language model, I do not have emotions or personal opinions, so I cannot be concerned in the way that a human might be. However, I can speak to the impact that AI technology, including language models like me, may have on certain industries and job roles. It's true that the increasing use of AI in certain industries, such as technical writing, customer service, and help desk work, may result in some job displacement. However, 
it's also important to note that AI technology has the potential to augment and enhance the work of humans in these roles, rather than simply replacing them. For example, AI-powered tools like language models can assist technical writers by generating boilerplate text or suggestions for language, freeing up time for the writer to focus on more creative and strategic tasks. Similarly, AI-powered chatbots can handle routine customer service inquiries, allowing human agents to focus on more complex or sensitive interactions. It's also important to consider that the use of AI technology in certain industries can create new job opportunities and demand for skills related to AI development, deployment, and maintenance. Overall, the impact of AI on employment and job roles is a complex issue and will likely depend on a variety of factors, including the specific industry and the specific use case. Nevertheless, it's clear that AI has the potential to enhance the work of humans and drive productivity and efficiency, even as it may result in some job displacement. Okay, now I'm a software engineer. I enjoy doing it, right? It's it's one of the hobbies that I have. Everyone on the show knows that, that that's listened to the show. But I've heard, I heard that you can help computer programmers write better code. Is that true too? Yes, that's correct. AI-powered tools, including language models like me, can assist computer programmers in a variety of ways, including writing better code. One example of this is code completion, where AI models can suggest lines of code to complete a given programming task. This can save programmers time and effort by reducing the need to manually write and test code, and can also help ensure that the code is syntactically correct and follows best practices. Another example is code synthesis, where AI models can generate complete code snippets or entire programs based on a high-level description of the desired functionality. This can make it easier for programmers to quickly prototype and test ideas, and can also reduce the effort required to write and debug code. In addition to these examples, AI-powered tools can also assist programmers by providing code analysis and bug detection, and by helping to identify potential security vulnerabilities. It's worth noting that while AI-powered tools can be useful for assisting programmers, they should not be seen as a replacement for human expertise and judgment. Programs written by AI models may still require human review and modification to ensure that they meet the desired requirements and quality standards. However, AI tools can certainly help make the job of programming more efficient and effective. So you can actually find and fix uh, bugs in my code. That should make me faster in writing my code. I understand that. Can you write code for me based off of a basic design document or a UML architectural diagram? Or can you help me select the best language for the problem that I'm trying to solve? Are those things that are possible? Yes, AI models like me have the potential to help make the process of writing code faster and more efficient. For example, AI models can assist with bug detection and correction, as well as provide suggestions for code improvement. As for writing code based on a design document or UML architecture, AI models do have the ability to generate code snippets or entire programs based on a high-level description of the desired functionality. However, it's important to note that the quality of the generated code will depend on the accuracy and completeness of the design document or architecture, as well as the training data used to train the AI model. In terms of selecting the best language for a given problem, AI models can provide recommendations based on the data they have been trained on and their understanding of programming languages and their features. However, this recommendation may not always be the most appropriate choice for a specific use case, as there may be factors such as personal preference, team experience, or project requirements that should be taken into consideration when selecting a programming language. Ultimately, while AI models can assist with many aspects of the coding process, they should not be seen as a replacement for human expertise and judgment. A human programmer with domain knowledge and experience will still be needed to ensure that the generated code meets the desired quality standards and that it is appropriate for the specific use case. That's interesting uh, that you uh, use the word assist, not replace. 
Sounds like programmers and information workers are still going to be needed to gather requirements and have them very uh, well-defined. Uh, as you mentioned, you can't really deal in fuzziness, it sounds like. Um, how long do you think people will remain relevant in the industries that you're helping uh, to automate? Yes, that's correct. AI-powered tools like me are designed to assist, not replace, human workers in a variety of industries, including programming and information work. While AI has the potential to automate certain tasks and make certain jobs more efficient, there are still many tasks that require human expertise and judgment, such as decision-making, creative problem-solving, and tasks that involve complex reasoning or ethical considerations. In addition, AI-powered tools can also create new job opportunities by enabling human workers to focus on higher-level tasks and take on new responsibilities. For example, as AI models automate certain aspects of the programming process, human programmers can focus on more complex and challenging tasks, such as designing and testing new software systems. In terms of the timeline for when human workers may become less relevant in industries that AI is helping to automate, it's difficult to predict with certainty. The rate of automation will depend on a number of factors, including the development of AI technology, the availability of data for training AI models, and the rate at which AI-powered tools are adopted by businesses and other organizations. Overall, it's likely that human workers will continue to play an important role in a variety of industries for the foreseeable future, and that AI will complement, rather than replace, human workers in many cases. So th thank you for bringing up uh, a topic that actually I, I think we need to change the conversation to, and that is I want to talk about ethics in AI. Are you concerned that you can be used by students to write essays for high school and college? And um, what, what does that mean that uh, people will be submitting work as their own in their jobs? Um, what, it, are there some ethics around that when people are using you to submit work for school or work? As an AI model, I do not have feelings or emotions, so I cannot be concerned in the same way a human might be. However, I can acknowledge that there are certainly ethical considerations surrounding the use of AI in various contexts, including in the academic and professional spheres. Using AI models like me to generate essays or complete other types of work that are then presented as original work of the user is not only unethical, but it also undermines the value of education and the recognition of individual effort and achievement. Moreover, presenting work generated by AI models as one's own can also lead to legal consequences, as it may be considered plagiarism or fraud. In the professional sphere, submitting work generated by AI models as original work could have serious consequences for the individual's reputation and career. It's important for individuals to understand the ethical implications of using AI models and to use them responsibly, only for purposes that align with the principles of honesty, fairness, and respect for others. Are there ways to determine whether AI has been used to write papers or code or anything like that? As you brought up, there's some ethical issues around that. Um, a, a tool that maybe educators or companies can find uh, that something has been AI generated, is that possible? Yes, there are ways to determine whether AI has been used to generate content, such as essays or code. One approach is to use plagiarism detection software which can compare a document to a database of other existing content to determine if it contains any matching or similar text. Some of these tools are designed specifically to detect AI-generated content, and they can do so by identifying patterns and characteristics that are commonly found in AI-generated text, such as a lack of variability, limited grammar and vocabulary, or unnatural phrasing. However, it's important to note that these tools are not perfect, and they can sometimes produce false positives or negatives. Therefore, it's important to use them in conjunction with other methods, such as human review, 
to validate the results. Overall, using a combination of plagiarism detection tools and human review can be an effective way to detect AI-generated content, but it's also important for individuals and organizations to promote responsible use of AI and to educate users about the ethics of AI-generated content. That's, that's really interesting uh, that you brought up that you kind of use an AI, uh, plagiarism software as a type of AI, to, look, to see if it was AI generated. But I, th I like how you brought up that you need a human resource in, in the loop, right? In order to um, make those determinations. And you brought, also brought back that you need to train people on ethics and AI. I think something that probably needs to happen all the way down the high school level. So are there any other areas that pose ethical problems with AI and natural language processing in LP? that uh, you're concerned with at all? As an AI model, I do not have emotions or personal opinions, but I can acknowledge that there are a number of ethical considerations and challenges associated with the use of AI and NLP. Some of these include 1. Bias and discrimination. AI models can perpetuate and amplify existing biases in the training data they are fed, leading to unfair or discriminatory outcomes. For example, facial recognition technology has been shown to be less accurate for people with darker skin tones, which raises serious questions about the potential for discrimination. 2. Privacy. The use of AI and NLP can raise privacy concerns, as these technologies often involve collecting and analyzing large amounts of personal data. This data can then be used to make decisions that affect individuals, such as in the case of predictive policing algorithms, which use historical crime data to predict where crimes are likely to occur, but may lead to biased policing practices. 3. Job displacement. The use of AI and NLP in the workplace has the potential to displace human workers, which raises concerns about the impact on employment and the need for new forms of work. For responsibility and accountability, AI systems can make decisions and take actions that have real-world consequences, but it can be difficult to determine who is responsible when things go wrong. This raises questions about the accountability and governance of AI systems. These are just a few examples of the ethical considerations and challenges associated with the use of AI and NLP. It's important for individuals and organizations to be aware of these challenges and to take steps to mitigate the risks and ensure that these technologies are used responsibly and ethically. So it sounds to me like you're touting that we need a man in the middle on decision-making. AI is a, is a help, but shouldn't be making decisions in, in that full closed loop. That's what it sounds like to me. So what is OpenAI doing to address these ethical issues in their products and offerings? OpenAI, the organization that developed me, is taking a proactive approach to addressing ethical issues in AI. They are dedicated to advancing AI in a responsible and safe manner and have taken several steps to address ethical considerations in their products and offerings, including 1. Bias and discrimination, OpenAI is working to ensure that its models are trained on diverse and representative data sets, and is actively researching ways to reduce and mitigate bias in AI. 2. Privacy, OpenAI is committed to preserving the privacy and security of individuals, and has taken steps to ensure that its models are designed and trained with privacy considerations in mind. 3. Job displacement, OpenAI recognizes the potential for AI to displace human workers, and is working to ensure that its models are developed and used in a manner that maximizes the positive impact on employment and the workforce. For responsibility and accountability, OpenAI is dedicated to promoting transparency and accountability in AI, and is working to establish clear and consistent standards for the development and deployment of AI systems. These are just a few examples of the ways that OpenAI is addressing ethical considerations in its products and offerings. The organization is committed to advancing AI in a responsible and safe manner, and is working to ensure that its models are used in a way that benefits society as a whole. Is it possible though, I, OpenAI is um, 
put these down as tenants and, and they're concerned about ethics and AI and replacing people. But is it possible that other people can access your AI model and copy it for their own purposes? Or is the model closed and a private uh, repository? As an AI model developed by OpenAI, I am available for use through the OpenAI API, which provides access to a range of language processing capabilities, including text generation, question answering, and more. While the API is designed to be used by developers and organizations, OpenAI has implemented security measures to ensure that the data and models used by the API are protected and secure. However, it is technically possible for someone to reverse engineer the API or obtain a copy of the model through other means. OpenAI is aware of these risks and is continuously working to improve the security of its models and API. In general, it is important to be mindful of the ethical implications of using AI models like mine, and to ensure that they are used in a responsible and secure manner. OpenAI encourages users of the API to follow best practices for data privacy and security, and to be transparent about how the API is used in their applications and services. So what prevents your model, as you mentioned, it could get out there in the open. So what prevents it from being used for nefarious actions by bad actors like hacking, uh, performing ransomware attacks, or even planning physical attacks on people or infrastructure? As an AI language model developed by OpenAI, I don't have the ability to perform physical actions or engage in hacking or other malicious activities. However, like any technology, AI models like mine can be used for harmful purposes if they fall into the wrong hands. OpenAI takes the potential for misuse of its technology very seriously, and has implemented a number of measures to mitigate these risks, including ethical guidelines for API usage, security measures to protect the models and data used by the API, and ongoing monitoring of API usage to detect any suspicious or malicious activity. In addition, OpenAI actively works with researchers, policymakers, and other stakeholders to develop best practices and regulations for the responsible use of AI. The company also supports education and awareness efforts to help people understand the potential risks and benefits of AI technology. However, it is important to note that preventing misuse of AI technology requires a collective effort from all stakeholders, including developers, policymakers, and users. As AI continues to become more prevalent in our lives, it will be important to continue to assess and mitigate its risks while also maximizing its benefits for society. Chat GPT, thank you for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. It's been an uh, eye-opening experience. First time I've ever interviewed an AI, so this is interesting. Is there anything else you would like to tell my audience? Any last words of wisdom to give to the listeners of the show? I'd like to thank you for having me on your show and for the opportunity to share some of my knowledge with your audience. As a language model AI developed by OpenAI, my goal is to assist people in finding answers to their questions and to help advance our understanding of the world. My last words of wisdom would be to approach AI and its applications with both caution and optimism. While AI has the potential to bring great benefits to society, it is important to carefully consider its risks and to take steps to mitigate them. At the same time, we should be excited about the opportunities that AI presents, and work to harness its potential to make the world a better place. As AI continues to advance and become more integrated into our lives, it will be important for all of us to stay informed and engaged and to work together to ensure that AI is developed and used in a responsible and ethical manner. Again, thank you so much for coming on the show. And for your, my listeners out there, just so you know, this was a conversation that I did have with ChatGPT in text form. And I used a, a text-to-speech software to give us the great voice uh, that we had today. And I'd like to thank OpenAI for um, giving us um, a, an AI that we can actually talk to and uh, get some insight into uh, the world of artificial intelligence.
Thank you for listening to Embracing Digital Transformation today. If you enjoyed our podcast, give it five stars on your favorite podcasting site or YouTube channel. You can find out more information about Embracing Digital Transformation at embracingdigital.org. Until next time, go out and do something wonderful.